Hello. Are you doing fine? Are you feeling okay? We're all very worried about you. Today's topic is about lunar lunacy, the effects of the full moon on the bodily fluids, attitudes, spiritually, mentally, and physically. Hi, my name is Dr. Ross Shields. I'm a patient, also a superintendent here at Psych Ward. So welcome. Now let's get down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, lunacy, what do we think of lunacy when we hear about lunacy? We think of the interactive bipolarism, interactive dendrites of complete, absolute disassociation with the inner core of the mind. You see, what I've devised here with lunar lunacy is that the full moon does affect your mental stability. Now, most doctors would agree or disagree with the fact that it does affect with your mental stability because it actually does not in 25% of the time, which is 30% of 70. You see, what I do here at Psych Ward and our team of nurses and other personnel, we remove all the fluids out of the prospective patient's body and we replace the fluids by sunrise in the morning. Now this mood changing alteration has become very controversial in the American Psychiatric Journal of Medicine. But I've done it to myself. I've drained all my fluids, my dendrites, my electrolytes, my blood, my hemoglobin, my cell infusion juices, but I haven't come up with a problem with it yet. It seems to work 60% of the time, which is 40% of 100. Now, I've done this to myself, and the results of the experiment were phenomenal. I had less headaches, less migraines, less knee joints. I had fibromyalgia. That's gone. I had uh, water on the knee, water on the brain. I also had a physical allergic reaction to alcohol before the experiment, and now I don't. I could drink as much alcohol as I want, at least a 12-pack a night and a bottle of gin. So, with further ado, I will introduce to you our first patient. He is a man of many calibers, honest, direct, straightforward, and I would say, very entertaining. But here's this honest-to-God, true story of how the full moon affected his life throughout the years. Thank you and enjoy. My first guest is a guy named Philip. Philip Mansario. Now, Philip Mansario, actually. It's Mansario. Excuse me, I, I had no idea, Mr. Mansario. Not a problem. But anyway, Mr. Mansario is here with us today on Sideboard because we're talking about the effects of the full moon on the body, soul, and mind. Yeah. As it affects our different authorizations and requested dimensions beyond comprehension. Now, Mr. Mansario, 
Tell us a little bit about your past. Well, I was uh, I worked in shipping uh, for as a maritime officer for about 15 years. And a lot of the times that, uh, that I was working, I would be out in the deck of the ship uh, under a full moon. And I noticed that I, I had uh, some strange abilities that would uh, kind of come and go depending on the, uh, the time of the month. Uh, and sometimes the, depending on the time of the year. Now, would this be uh, premenstrual syndrome or uh, more manly, a, uh, a midlife crisis type of syndrome? Uh, syndrome? No, I... I I, I, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I do not have a vagina, and uh, I'm not affected by, by uh, m any menstrual cramping or bleeding issues, but specifically during certain times of the, of the month when there was a specific full moon, uh, I would notice that I could smell better, uh, I could see clearly, uh, clearly. Uh, I couldn't talk as well, but my, my visual abilities were very heightened. And I could, I could almost sometimes, like when we'd be out at sea, I could actually see the waves uh, in total darkness. Uh, but I could actually see better uh, under a full moon uh, than when there wasn't a moon. Do you know the magnitude of this? Do you know the magnitude of actually being affected by the full moon and have an effect on your uh, fluids in your body? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if the if it's magnetism or gravity, but something would definitely be affecting how I felt. Uh, when there was a full moon, I would feel lighter. I would seem to have more strength, and uh, I could run farther. I could jump higher, uh, and I could smell uh, a, a hundred or a thousand times more 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 better than when I when it was just a normal average day. I could my senses of sight. Uh, were, were better, but my, my smell was, uh, I could just smell things uh, that normally I would never notice at all. I could literally just smell something, you know, half a mile or a mile away. Well, like, it must be a full moon. <laughs> okay, tonight it must be a full moon because it, it's happening right now, and researchers have been muttered commonly to say that late-night cops and policemen have been on call more often for crime situations during a full moon than any other night. Have you ever gotten any trouble with any law officials during a full moon? Thank you. I, I've, I've, I will acknowledge that I've had an urge to do uh, unusual things, uh, like maybe visit the, the zoo uh, with after hours, which is a no-no. Uh, I've never been caught. But I have, I have made trips inside enclosures uh, at a zoo that's near where I live during a full moon. And I wasn't, I wasn't causing any harm. I wasn't hunting. Uh, but I was, I was visiting certain animals. Uh, and I don't want to really go into which animals or why. But I was visiting certain animals during a full moon and communicating with them in, in nonverbal ways. Uh, I know you don't want to go into detail, but uh, would you have sex with these animals? No, no. There was, there was no sexual anything. There was no sexual contact, no caressing. There was no, uh, there was no petting, heavy or light petting. Uh, there was no, no uh, intercourse, uh, either vaginally or, or otherwise. Uh, there was no exchanges of fluids. 
It was just nonverbal communication, uh, some growling. There was growling involved. Uh, there was some sniffing, uh, but it was of a, a non-sexual uh, nature. It was only a, a, a recognizing uh, the other, the other uh, animal in its uh, enclosure as, as they would in the wild. So it's a natural state, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, like dogs, dogs will smell each other uh, to see if they're, if they're okay or if they're saying hello. It's just like a greeting. I would greet animals in their enclosures. By uh, smelling their ass. Yes, but it was, there's nothing sexual about it. It was just, that's just saying hello, really. Absolutely, I understand. And here at Psych Ward, we do treat people who have uh, pedophilic uh, tendencies. There's nothing of that nature went on at all whatsoever. No, there's no children involved uh, and no touching. It was just uh, some occasional sniffs and some growling, really. Well, it's OCD then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I would, it was, it, I would say it was an obsessive smelling. Uh, and there was a lot of growling. One of the, one of the enclosures I was in was a grizzly bear enclosure. And uh, they have large Kodiak bears, and you, you have to approach them in a certain way. You can't just go into their enclosure and have them, uh, you know, uh, accept that. You have to greet them and let them know you're not a threat, but at the same time let them know that you're not food. And uh, that, that is a really important part uh, that I can't emphasize enough. If you're going into a Kodiak enclosure, you need to know how to communicate with them. How many psychiatric visits have you had pertaining to Three. the full moon? Three. 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 Okay. I would say three. There was there's three specific instances where I was aware that there was something very different going on. Okay. What about pets? You have pets. I, I do. I have cats. I currently have uh, two cats. Well, explain to me a little bit about the effects of the full moon on your pets. Um, they. Uh, is it okay if I swear? I don't know. Is this uh, is this on Family Channel? This is the doctor's office. You can swear all you want, but we, we will be logging it down. So do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Uh, they, my, my pets, my two cats can be a-holes uh, at times in that they will sleep all day during a full moon, and then they'll be up running laps around my, uh, around my place when I, I'm trying to sleep. They just will not uh, shut the fuck up. They just okay. run around in circles like you maniacs. You don't need to use that language here. <laughs> it's just on the air right now. I'm now, sorry. Have you had any surgeries? Anything like that? Procedures done to you during a full moon? No, but I have had procedures done, but not during a full moon. I had I had an uh, an alien implant taken out of my chest. I don't know if you can see that on the camera. Yeah, but, uh, right that. here. Yeah, I can see I, that. I had one there, and then I had one in my elbow. It's a uh, see if I can see the hole. That was dug out of my elbow. That looks right like a there. big hole. It looks like a crater, actually. Yeah, there was a there's a pretty sizable implant in my uh, uh, funny bone elbow area that I had removed. Well, maybe they were humorous. <laughs> <laughs> it it didn't seem very humorous at the time when they were digging I, it out of my my elbow. Although it was a local anesthetic, so I didn't really feel a lot. But it was very very disturbing to watch. Uh, I just didn't want to let go. Was it local to San Diego, or was it uh, a local? Oh, one of them I had, uh, my first one I had removed in Santa Barbara. Was it a national anesthetic or a worldwide anesthetic? Uh, it, was a, it was a hypodermic needle with, uh, uh, with some kind of sedative in it. It was injected directly into the hole, 
dripped into it like lidocaine and then uh, and then ringer's lactate. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about about sleep. How are you doing during the full moon sleep? I don't I don't sleep at all during an actual full moon. I sleep uh, the day or two before or day or two after. Uh, and during the day I can sleep, but for some reason when it's a, the height of a full moon at night, I am, I am electric. I am, uh, I am on fire. I, I am tingling with energy. I can lift a, a car over my head. Uh, I can run laps around the universe. I okay. am powerful. Uh, and I can probably levitate, but I, I haven't actually videotaped myself doing that. But I have the feeling that I could levitate if I wanted to. Well, Mr. Philip, I want to thank you, and I would like for you, uh, as a candidate, that you, uh, you, you, you've done your screening with me already uh, beforehand, before we went on air. Um, now, patients in psych ward, we study them, okay? What we do is we, we evaluate them. We do a 12-step process called uh, DSM-4, DSM-5. And it's a 12-step process that involves a lot of Medulla Oblongata type of information. And right. what we do is we strap you down to a table and remove all your fluids from your body. Every single drop of water, blood, uh, bile, everything that pertains to fluids. We That's like a cleansing out. thing? or Well, you'll find out. What, what, what happens is... We, we, we drain the fluids, and then we put you in a hyperbolic chamber, which is uh, designed for divers who have the bends. Right, right, right. Is it, is it filled with uh, pure oxygen? No, it's filled with CO2 and gasoline. Wow. Wow. Yes. So you're at comfort and ease with us. And... Uh, I think you're a candidate for it, and I'd love, I would love to talk to you in person and have you come in as a uh, patient. How do you feel about I, that? I, uh, I'm a little hesitant, uh, but I, I am open to new, uh, new, new treatments, and if, you, if it's something that you think will genuinely help me, I am open to the idea. Well, thank you very much, Philip, and I think I have your cooperation, and I really appreciate you calling all the way from San Diego, California, and we do fly our patients out free of charge, plus tax times 10, to our New Orleans location here at the Hilton Hotel. Uh, it's been a pleasure being on the show. I look forward to meeting you in person and having my fluids drained. Bye-bye. Hi, welcome to Psych Ward. My name is Ross Shields, Dr. Ross Shields, that is, and we have on the phone with us Frank Zalakis. Is that right, correct, Frank? Yeah, Zalakis, yes, sir. Okay, thank you. Now, look, let's get on down the brass tacks here and talk about why I'm interviewing you. Um, you do have a problem because what I've noticed, you as a patient of mine, you have a habit of stealing during a full moon. Is that correct? I do. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if it's caused like a phenomenon or a freak of nature. It's a. It's a habit that only happens. I'm not even sure how to explain it. Right. Well, you don't need to explain that. That's that's my job. 
See what I've oh, been. Oh, what, yeah. Okay, what I've been doing, Frank. Can I call you Frank? You can call me Frank. Okay, Frank. Well, what I've been doing here at Psych Ward, Nurse Sonia and I have been uh, taking patients in Psych Ward. Uh, we uh, study them for the night. Okay, we do intense, uh -huh. intense therapy. And then we strap them down and drain the fluids out of their bodies before 7.35 p.m. on a full moon. And then, you know, not to, um, you've already been through this procedure and you can attest to it that it works great. We take the fluids and we, um, we put them back in the body in the morning. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How, how, how did you um, tell the listening audience how you got involved with Cyborg? Well, I, I got a family of eight, and, uh, you know, I've, I've lead a pretty normal life of, as an accountant, a uh, member of the LDS Church. Uh, I do all of their taxes and uh, find all the tax breaks that we can in Jesus Christ. And a lot of things that, that I've found about myself is uh, it's almost like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of syndrome. I'm not a kind of person to break the law. When it comes up to full moons, and it's, it's like a switch personality, I don't look at it as uh, a law-breaking uh, act. It's, it's more like something that I was meant to do, and that's when I contacted you guys after my 14th arrest. 14th, 14 arrests you have on your record right now, 14 arrests. That's amazing. Well, let's talk about the arrests real quick. Um, what was your first arrest for? Stealing a box of Jello pudding. You stole a box of Jello pudding. Why? Uh, well, chocolate was my favorite. I didn't even actually know which flavor to steal at first. I like and, chocolate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and you know it leaves that creamy kind of film at the top, and then when you peel the top away, it has that uh, real smooth underneath. And and I started thinking about that, and uh, the box went right into my jacket pocket. Okay, your second arrest. What happened then? Well, I, I'm not a criminal, and I don't have a criminal mind. So I went into the same store, and, uh, of course, security followed me because they recognized me from the first arrest and followed me down the aisle, and right when it went into my pocket, uh, same, again, chocolate pudding. It could have even been the same box. And, uh, cause you know, pudding's not selling that well. And, uh, they, they snagged me right from behind. Second arrest was very easy for them. So, your third arrest, what happened then, Mr. Frank? Third arrest, I changed it up a bit. Still went to the same, uh, grocery store, but I went to the hmm. pharmacy. And, uh, there they were, Trojans. They were just hanging on the display, and there was like 50 different brands. And I was just empowered by, you know, the trope. They had the soldier on the helmet, and uh, then it started uh, sexually arousing me and all the fantasies that were going through my head of how I could possibly be using these Trojans. And uh, so I stole a box of three-pack condoms. Three-pack condoms. Now, the question is, was there a full moon that night? There was a full moon. That's what makes it so weird. Weird, huh? That's a weird word to use. Well, the full moon does have an effect on people. And, and basically, lunar means lunatic. Did you know that? I did not. That I did not know. 
And it sounds like you had a case of almost like an, uh, an obsessive compulsiveness to, uh, to steal these items during the full moon when, in other terms, if it wasn't a full moon, you would have not done this stuff and you would have probably been at home with your family living a normal life, correct? Yeah, because my wife had a hysterectomy. I don't even need condoms. A hysterectomy. Wow. Yeah, we do those here. So, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's amazing to me how the full moon can affect people in a spiritual way, too. So how did this affect you spiritually? Well, spiritually, it's, it's gotten me closer with my wife uh, in a sense that we've been married for 19 years. And, and you, can, you can ask anybody been married for 19 years. They, they really don't want anything to do with each other. But we do. We, we are very close. Uh, except on the full moon uh, when I steal. Other than that, it's, it's very, it, 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 again, I'm going to use the word empowering to hmm. to how I feel in the sense of the solar, uh, not the solar, the uh, the cosmic space that I'm in. That's why I have this. Uh, that's why you came here to Psychward, and we drained all your fluids out of your body, and uh, we studied them, and uh, you were strapped down to a table. Of course, uh, you want to explain a little bit more about it. Yeah, I was, you know, you gave me a little relaxer, so uh, I wasn't too scared as far as what to expect or what not to expect. You know, uh, you know, you know what that relaxer was? No, what was that? That was Exlax. It relaxes you. Oh, that, then that explains where the tube went. The tube went up your anus. That's right. Correct. All right. Well, and see, I think that's appropriate that it goes up your anus, considering, you know, the full moon and its effects, and, you know, your anus would be the most logical place to start. Well, Uranus is correct. I mean, it is appropriate because of the full moon and a stellar connection between Uranus and, you know, the tube and the fluids and all that and the full moon. But uh, continue. I'm listening. Thank you. So the, the draining wasn't, uh, there was no discomfort involved, uh, but I did see a brighter light as the uh, the fluids drain more and more, and then it went into like a dream state, and uh, and then I could feel the the life being pumped back into not your anus but my anus, and uh, and I felt very purified. Well, you should, and that's what we do here at Psych Ward. We help people. We don't demonize mental health. We don't demonize anybody who's affected beyond their control into a schematic type of relay system in the medulla oblongata. So um, we put back the fluids, we replaced them in the morning. How did that feel? That was that was like that was like a rebirth. I don't I don't remember being born, but if there was such a thing, and I could remember, I'm sure that's what it would that's what it would be like a rebirth. Right. Right. Well, look, getting back to your arrest, now that we've covered your treatment, um, I am, I'm, I'm presenting a paper to the American Psychological and Psychiatric Association, uh, a journal, actually. And uh, I'm going to be uh, a, a speaker at the convention. It's coming up here on the 30th. Uh-huh. And I would love for you to attend and uh, be uh, my so-called... 
not guinea pig, but so-called liaison. 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 I would like to use you as a, a patient of the week to talk about the process that you went through since it's been all positive. You were the first patient that I worked on with this hyperbaric chamber and draining the fluids out of your body. Now, the hyperbaric chamber also sucks all the oxygen out, so that's probably where you saw the, the light because we pumped in CO2 and helium. Ah, in, yes. Into the thing, and we also use gasoline, fumes from gasoline. So you were huffing gas. Yes, you were huffing gas and also breathing in CO2 and helium, which is a natural well, relaxant oh. with, with the X-Lax. Because uh. I remember coming out of it and I was like, hey, Dr. Ross, how you doing? And then my, my voice was a little higher. Yeah, that's what nitrogen oxide does to you. I don't even know if we use that, but I said it. So uh, tell me a little bit more about the arrest. So we were on your third arrest. Third arrest. Let's see, the first was Jell-O, and then Jell-O, and then condoms. And then uh, on the fourth arrest, it was it, I kind of twisted it up just a little bit, and I went to uh, one of the sex aid shops. I don't know why they call it sex aids, because when you put AIDS and sex, those two words together, not very appealing. So, yeah, I went in and I started looking at women's lingerie for not my wife, but for myself. And, and I was found myself shoving in my, my jacket pocket a nice pair of fishnet stockings. Not even my size. Not even my size. Hmm, interesting. Which is weird. Interesting. Sounds like a uh, co-dual disorder. Or like you, you have a, uh, a sexual infatuation with women's clothing, plus you have a uh, condom. And uh, putting uh, uh, theft problem, you know, it could be a dual disorder, which we which went unrecognized when I was studying. Okay, so we're on your fifth arrest. What happened then? Fifth arrest. I went down to the police department to try to, you know, get this all under control, and I kind of knew what was going to be happening. And if if I didn't nip it in the bud, I would end up behind bars again, and, and basically I, I went to the police department to turn myself in, and before I could, I I actually started stealing stuff from the police department. <laughs> One of the officers left his badge on the desk, and uh, I just kind of swiped it, and then, then, of course, after I got caught and arrested, uh, I was I was in an attempt of impersonating a police officer. Okay, that's interesting. Hey. That's interesting, Mr. Frank. Now, uh, all along, while this was happening, was there a full moon? There was a full moon. Every time there's a full moon. You see? You see the correlation here? I do, but I just don't know why it just keeps happening. What happened when you stole the badge from the police department? Well, they saw, you know, they saw me and I, uh, they knew what was going on immediately and they tried to you know, we caught you red-handed, and then that's when I flipped up the badge, and I was like, hey, I'm a police officer. I tried to get away with it, but there was, you know, they saw me, and, and of course, the guy who asked me, it was his badge, you know. Oh. I'm like, I'm a police officer. He's like, that's my badge. I'm like, hey. Right. It's, uh, that's look right. what I found. Yeah, no big deal. I mean, it was just the badge. It was a full moon. You had an excuse right there. Um, did you, did you, um, in your defense, did you say, you know, all these arrests that I've had, judge, 
and I'm sure I'm sure you went to court already and didn't rain. Um, what was your defense since it was a full moon? That, that's that's all. That's all that I could say is just the full moon. That's and he understood after he contacted you and and your uh, your staff about the research that you've been doing and and uh, he basically had some sympathy on me and uh, and decided to let me go. Well, that's a wonderful. Now I have to be locked up during the full moons. Oh really? Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a new development in the story. I did not know that. Um... Well, listen, I would like for you to do a follow-up consultation with me uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks. I'll have uh, Sonia in our H&R department and nursing department give you an appointment card, and I'll transfer you through. And in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Halloween. Thank you so much, Dr. Ross. And uh, thanks for being my patient. All right. I'll see you soon. I love you. Guests, I want to thank them very much. To conclude our show, I do have to tell you that the elimination of plausible sources of human related moon madness is due to what? A myth? Well, we're going to leave it up to you to decide. You've heard the evidence, you've heard the testimonials. So, enough said for that. You know, this is what I want to know. If police and doctors are expecting that full moon nights are going to be hectic or anybody else that think it might be hectic in the hospital uh, field, especially emergency room visits that went up and pregnancies during a full moon, they might want to interpret an ordinary night's traumas and crisis as more extreme than usual. You see, this is bad science, bad, bad science, and me... As a doctor, a patient, and a superintendent here at Psych Ward, I want to bring you only the best information and information that's helpful to you. So, till then, thank you to my guests. They were very lovely. And thank you to the listener. That is you. Have a wonderful, wonderful romantic evening under the big cheese. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees.